Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Cricket Scotland Podcast 2019 where myself, Ian Leggett, is alongside cricket writer Jake Perry at Arbroath Cricket Ground where PNG have picked up their first victory of this Women's T20 World Cup qualifying tournament tournament with a six-wicket victory over Scotland. It's a tough one for Scotland to take but just to talk you through the scorecard, PNG won the toss and elected to uh, field first and Scotland put on 101 for 5 after 20 overs with Catherine Bryce the captain top scoring with 45 runs the pick of the bowlers was Sabona Jimmy with 2 wickets for 6 runs as well Papua New Guinea chased it down with 3 balls to remain 102 for 4 on the finishing card with Brenda Tao top scoring with 30 runs Catherine Bryce the pick of the bowlers for Scotland with 1 wicket and 8 runs from her 3 and a bit overs well Jake it really has put a damper on this whole campaign in the ground today. You could really feel a sinking feeling. I don't know, but uh, where did it go wrong today? Yeah, you're right. And there is a, a ground bathed in sunshine today, but the mood is, uh, is is anything but sunny in the Scotland camp just now. Um, I think really two things. Uh, short with the with the with the ball, just uh, with the bat rather, just not enough runs uh, on the board at the end of the first innings and. With the ball, it was a kind of a, a curiously sort of tentative performance in some ways. Um, a couple of uh, of bowlers were quite uh, were quite expensive. The f- field was sometimes set a little deep, which which meant that you know what was a pretty small target could be picked off in uh, in, in singles effectively. So um, yeah, a couple of things that really hurt Scotland today. So we'll just talk through the game and early early wickets really costing uh, the the Scottish batting lineup. Losing Sarah Bryce very early on in the first over, went for a wide ball and an honest dismissal. She she walked off after clipping it and being caught behind. But suddenly losing Becky Glenn and Lorna Jack all within the space uh, within the first ten overs, it can cost this batting lineup. Yeah, um, Scotland never really recovered from the from the early loss of Sarah. Just just third ball. I mean, she hit the second ball for for four absolutely powered it um powered it through the uh, through the onside to the boundary but uh, but was out next ball chasing a, a a delivery that would probably have been given as a wide if she'd uh, if she'd let it go just feathered it through and uh, and as you say she 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 walked um before i think the umpire's uh, finger finger went up there um so the 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 honest thing to do um but yeah i mean scotland never really recovered from uh, from that um catherine bryce uh, again anchored the innings, uh, you know, a great knock of uh, of 45. But uh, I mean, looking at the 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 other the other contributions, I mean, useful contributions from Lorna Jack, um, Rachel Hawkins, both of whom got 14. Rachel was left not out at the end of the innings, but quite a soft dismissal um, for Lorna. Just just sort of punted the ball to to cover when she was uh, looking pretty set. Um, Becky Glenn uh, sort of came and went um, as well. She took 13 balls in in scoring her four. You know, it was it was difficult. It was difficult batting additions, and it was a very disciplined bowling performance from uh, from PNG as well. Absolutely, Catherine Bryce was saying post match that you know after the power play, 120 was a target in her head. Would have that? But it's always a difficult, you know, with hindsight and seeing how it went. But do you think another 20, maybe 30 runs on the on the scoreboard would have been enough? Yeah, I mean, as you say, the the woulda, shoulda, coulda is always yeah. the, the the difficult thing. But the but yes, I mean, uh, certainly, you know, PNG got over the line with three balls to to spare. Um, they had wickets in hand. You know, were they chasing a few more? 
they would have probably thrown them out a little more. Um, but yes, I think those those twenty runs would have made uh, would have made all the difference. Let's talk about the bowling performance. You know, 101, it's the, the smallest, smallish target, uh, but it was improving batting conditions here at Arbroath with the ground hardening up a little bit after the dampness in the morning. Um, a couple of nice performances. Catherine Fraser again performing in this tournament. Uh, put into bowl and picks up a wicket straight away in the first over. Yeah, I, th I thought that, uh, again, Catherine showed her showed a maturity you know it was one of the real uh, one of the real bright points of of this uh, of this performance uh she got one for 13 off three and yes i mean her first first ball um she sort of flies it up and it was uh, it was cut away for for two and the next ball um she took the pace right off it held it right back batter rushed through uh rushed through a shot um straight up in the air which was uh which was nicely uh, nicely claimed um in the field so uh yeah i mean a, again a, a good performance that enhances her her burgeoning reputation it was actually a shame actually when when Catherine fraser came on to bowl uh, the, where the ball went uh on the first shot like you said it was powered through um they, becky glenn was standing there and moved position straight away chatterjee takes the catch in the next ball to mention chatterjee's name at all she dropped a couple catches in usa she's caught two catches including an absolute blinder uh, to dismiss um, Vier uh, off the bowling of Catherine Bryce uh, early on in the game. What a catch that was! Oh, it was. Yeah, um, she was standing, uh, standing in the in the covers, um, dived to her to her right, two-handed catch. Yeah, lovely, lovely uh, bit of work. So gorgeous. But like you said, it did the the. the the pitch was hardening up. It became an easier place to bat on. Uh, but they were doing it in singles. And it became a point when you could feel the ground getting a little bit tense. It was a very tense uh, and exciting game of cricket to watch. But doing it in singles, it was job done and very mature batting from the PNG team. Yes, certainly. Um, I mean, just to go back to the... To the Scotland innings, uh, a lot of it was in was in singles, as you say. You know, there was no boundary hit between the the fifth over and the and the twelfth over. And when that boundary came in the twelfth, it came in the form of five five wides. Um, and so, it was tough going. It was tough going out there. Good shots were finding fielders. The field was was very well placed. And you know, as I was saying before, it was a very disciplined performance from uh, from PNG. Uh, and then when they came to came to bat, uh, chasing. A small target they could afford to take their take their time um, in relative terms you know in a, in a, in a t20 just uh, just picked it off um, and they seemed to find the boundary at the crucial times mm. one six uh, that was was sort of clipped off uh, off off Chatterjee um, really took the took the wind out of Scotland's sails really um, and uh, it was it was pretty clear um, that they were they were turning the screw and where the where the result was going to end up well, that was the story of the game, and we caught up with Captain Catherine Bryce to hear her thoughts. Here she is now. Um, I think at halfway we were probably a bit under par, um, so we knew we were going to have to bat and bowl really well. Well, <laughs> we're going to have to bowl really well um, to defend that total. Um, and I think we started off pretty well with the ball, probably gave them a few too many, too many boundary options and probably gave them a bit in the field. Um, but obviously I think it got a little bit easier to bat on throughout the day, but I think... Um, if we bowled our best, then who knows, it might have been slightly different. But they came out there with great intent and batted really well, I think, uh, through the middle period, which is where we got a bit stuck. 
It was a tough opening spell for your batsman losing Walla Jack and Becky Glenn and Sarah Bryce very early on. You you picked up the pace a little bit in the middle and you scored some runs yourself, but is it more runs on the board for you girls? Yeah, definitely. I think at the end of the power play, I was probably looking towards more 120 um, plus even if we'd kept on going. Um, and I think we lost wickets at difficult times, which meant we never really got going throughout that middle period um, and just slowed us line through that. So competition play, you still have one game to go. It's going to be a tough game. It's Bangladesh going in as pre-tournament favourites. You've got the day off as captain. What's the approach taking the day off and motivating the team again? Yeah, I think we'll have a chat tonight um, about today's game um, and reflect on that. But then good to have a bit of a day off tomorrow, um, reset, ready to go and play hopefully our best game of cricket and beat Bangladesh on Tuesday. Just a quick word on the uh, the amazing crowd that turned out today. wasn't a result that everyone wanted you know, at this ground today, but brilliant support. Yeah, it's incredible. We've got fantastic support um, around and it's great to see so many people out. I uh, see quite a few familiar faces, um, but to have that support in Scotland is absolutely incredible and hopefully um, that'll continue. Thanks for your time. Perfect, thanks very much. Well, that was Scotland captain Catherine Bryce there with her thoughts after the game. She made an interesting point there, Jake, about it becoming an easier surface to bat on and it really did, you know, it, it is a moist ground at the start of the game, but... Is much the advantage of who wins the toss? Yeah, I think the toss was was absolutely crucial uh, in this uh, in this game. And interestingly, uh, as well, Thailand um, batting first uh, over in the other match over at, in in Forfarshire posted less than a hundred um, for for six down. They lost wickets very very quickly at the start of the day. Um, if you're starting at ten o'clock in in Scotland, um, there's obviously going to be moisture around anyway. But with the day we had yesterday where the pitch was, was damp already, where it was under the covers. Coming off, it was slow and it was sticky. Uh, we've got bright sunshine today, we've got wind, so it's drying very, very quickly. And so it was it was almost a completely different pitch that PNG were, were batting on compared to what Scotland had. You know, you could see that the ball was not coming onto the bat. It was keeping low. Um, I mean, we expect it to be low and slow in this time of year in Scotland, anyway. But particularly so, um, so that that sticky pitch really, really cost Scotland's batters, and uh, and PNG were able to to have the better of the conditions later. Is that anything to do with the start time? Ten a.m. is is an early time to start cricket in Scotland. I mean, it's tournaments. You know, you've got to prepare for these things. But that that must have a factor starting this early. Uh, I would I would say so. Yeah, um, I would imagine, you know, eleven o'clock start time um, might have might have made a wee bit of a wee bit of a difference. But you know, it's all as I say, woulda coulda shouldas. It's all it's all conjecture. So um, uh, yeah, but that's but that's certainly my 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 reading of the conditions anyway uh, today. Um, Scotland had a had a the tough end of them. But having said that, first to admit that. Their performance with the bat and with the ball was was under par from the standards that they that they normally set themselves. Well, they're going to have to raise that standard to the highest, or possibly one of the best games they're ever going to have to play uh, in achieving a victory over Bangladesh. That is the next target in two days' time. That's going to be played at Forfarshire uh, Cricket Club, just a little bit further south here from our broth. This is a mighty challenge. Yes. <laughs> short, short and simple <laughs> love it Jake yeah no Bangladesh are uh, an extremely good side as we uh, we talked about on the uh, 
on the preview yesterday. Um, there were all manner of permutations and so on, but it's still in Scotland's own hands. Scotland still have the the ability to to qualify. They just need to pull out an almighty performance um, against uh, Bangladesh, who are favourites uh, for the for the whole tournament. Well, if you're a Scotland fan, don't lose hope yet. There is still one game for Scotland to be able to get through to the semi-finals of this Women's T20 World Cup qualifier. But today, we're just going to round this up. Arbor of Cricket Ground, Papua New Guinea have secured six-wicket victory over Scotland here at Arbor. This is Jake and Ian. Thanks for listening.